Hello and welcome to DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is actually the second time I'm starting this podcast because I forgot my coffee and I need my coffee. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, these early mornings are fucking killing me. So, um, this is the first episode um, recorded on the new computer, which I will talk about actually uh, a bit this week and a bit next week. I'm actually recording two episodes at once because I went a week without a computer and I just built up a bunch of neuroses, um, partially about the computer and partially about everything else. So, um, let's just jump in with um, Father's Day. Um, If you're a regular listener or you know me extremely well, um, or both, you know that my dad has an issue with calling me back. I actually called him on Father's Day. Did he answer? No. Did he leave a message? Yes. Do I know it's him because he's on the voicemail? Absolutely. He even changed his voicemail greeting to sound more personable. So I know he has access to that voicemail mailbox. Um, but, you know, it's been weeks and I'm still waiting to hear back from him about Father's Day. It's been, you know a month since his birthday it's been almost two months since his birthday and you know i'm even waiting for the call back from his birthday last year so you know it's one of those where i'm very torn in terms of do i keep putting myself through the rejection issues of him not answering and him not calling me back and i don't and and, and it hits me in a way where i don't feel um you know, I take a hit on the self-esteem. I don't feel validated even being his son. Um, I, I feel worse than replaced. I feel forgotten and ignored. Or do I cut ties and just go, well, you know, balls in your coat. I keep trying to call you. I keep trying to call you. But at the same time, you know, you need to know in the end that you're going to be okay. And I know that once kind of that 24-hour period of, of, of the day I call him or the day after I call him and he hasn't called me back... I know I'll be okay, um, because I called him. I'm making the effort, and at this point, that's all I can do. And so, do I cut ties? But then I eliminate that that validation of I'm okay, and I'm gonna be okay. You know, you have to go. You know, you have to. You know, walk the coals to know you're gonna make it out on the other side. But if there's another way that doesn't require coals, but you don't have that elation at the end of that, you know, that very small miracle, that small revelation that, you know, I'm okay, is it worth it? Um, And I'm torn by that, you know, uh, around his birthday, around uh, Father's Day, sometimes around the holidays at the end of the year. Um, I, I, you know, my birthday when he doesn't call me, I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what side of the coin I should land on. And if it's a coin, why am I even worried about landing on a certain side? Because I can't control that. So let's talk about something a little fun. Uh, I'm just going to slam through the uh, uh, the list you cannot see. Actually, weirdly in order. Um, not that it, there's a chronological order to it this week. Uh, next week there kind of will be. But um, this one, I'm just kind of... I've got two episodes to do, so... I kind of want to slam through it as, maybe not as quickly as I can, but, you know, give everything its due. Went to Comic-Con. Went to Comic-Con to work. Um, I was there with the BAC, and unfortunately, I did a bunch of kind of men-on-the-street segments, and the audio did not come out. It was too loud. I was recording um, on my phone, which I had never 
really done before, and I think there might have been some settings in um, the recording apps I, re- I was using that I just didn't know about because I just kind of shot from the hip. And um, But I look forward to, A, learning from that experience so that if we ever do uh, a convention scene again, um, then, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be prepared. Because um, obviously I'm not going to run around with my computer and a microphone and go, ah, talk into this and be on the internet. Uh, I did, I was addressed as Doug Poole. Um, of course, it's a con I have to dress up. Uh, I had a lot of fun, though. Um, ended up uh, hanging out on Artist Alley for a little while with a friend. Um, ran into a bunch of awesome cosplayers. Didn't run into any friends, unfortunately. I didn't have the time to text people and go, hey, you know, I'm on the south side of the building. You know, come, you know, do an interview with me. I, I really just had to hit my marks um, in terms of what we needed for the network, which ironic um, that none of it ended up turning out. But I had fun, and we uh, forgot to talk about it on uh, No Applause, Just a Clap, which I wish we would have, um, because like I said, the audio didn't turn out, and none of you guys really know it, other than the pictures on Twitter and Facebook, and some of the ones that didn't make the cut are on my personal Facebook. What really happened there, or or the you know the fun we had, I got photobombed by the uh, scientists of Weapon X, which was great, since I was dressed as Deadpool. It was a lot of fun. I look forward to um, having a bigger presence there next year. Um, I think I'm going to have to talk to Deb very uh, soon, probably at minimum, like the end of summer or um, beginning of winter next year, or at the end of this year, rather, uh, about really working towards getting a Comic-Con presence outside of me running around like a madman, um, doing straight interviews with people I can track down and uh, buying con-exclusive shirts. So... We're going to talk a bit about, um, speaking of audio not coming out, you've heard me complain a little bit about that, uh, um, you know, that I lost time, uh, lost audio on um, two shows uh, a couple weeks ago. I got the new computer. I talked about it very briefly at the beginning of this, saying that uh, this is, I'm recording on the new computer now. I look forward to seeing how it's going to turn out. If it's a better built-in microphone, probably not. Um, but I know that I'm not talking over a very loud uh, heatsink fan, and I'm getting much better levels uh, on this new garage band with all of its twitchy little settings I'm still getting used to, um, and setting up certain inputs. Uh, it's just very interesting. Um, so the old computer died. Um, luckily, I had... This was on a... I believe... A Friday... No, that can't be it, because I recorded. Maybe it was a Saturday. Whatever it was, I managed to um, back everything up, and then within hours later of trying to reboot the computer, it died. Um, That was it. You know, it was just an eight-year-old computer. Um, Apparently, I I didn't know this, but apparently it had a faulty uh, battery that I could have replaced at any time. Um, That's why um, the bowing on the uh, battery case was happening. Um... But I've since uh, just gone, okay, you know, I, I wouldn't start in, in safe mode. It wouldn't start a, as a, a recover disk. Um, and I just didn't have, I didn't have the ability to boot from um, an external disk because I, you know, everything's digital at this point. Um, so I would have needed this new computer to do that to the old computer. And, you know, I just gave it to a tech friend and said, here, if you can get this to work, Give it to my friend. She'll give you the money for me. Um, I'm selling it for a song. Uh, moving on, I've got the new shiny uh, silver one. No longer a black computer. I don't really stand out anymore, which is, you know, it, it's a small thing. But, you know, I liked having a, a black Mac. 
Um, so it's dead, and I've got a friend working on it, and uh, next week uh, you'll hear about all of the headaches about setting this thing up. Um, but I had managed to back everything up. I didn't lose anything, um, but, you know, I wasn't able to edit. I wasn't able to work on variants. I wasn't able to update certain things on the website and through um, the RSS feed. But I managed to, we didn't lose anything, just time. And that's why there's kind of two episodes uh, today um, that won't go up today, but or time of recording. Uh, it's just a matter of I want to get kind of back on schedule, and you'll hear me talk about that um, next week, or I'll hear myself talk about it in about 20 minutes. Um, let's talk about, there was, you know, I, I don't know if I've joked about it before on this show. I know Deb and I have joked about it, but there's a regular at my day job who doesn't think Deb exists. He thinks she's my, like, imaginary friend. The joke is, like, she's my Canadian business partner. Oh, you wouldn't know my business partner. She's from Canada. Um, that kind of Canadian girlfriend uh, joke that guys have. You know, and he, I said, well, there are these pictures. He goes, oh, no, you you Google, um, you know, tall ginger girl um, and get her. And then you, you know, manipulate it in Photoshop to make it look like you have a friend. And uh, we've always joked that, you know, she's, you know, kind of a, of a, of a Tyler Durden type. Um, but then there, there was this new theory that uh, he was talking to me about, and he goes, have you ever heard of a tulpa? And I went, yeah, it's the knife from the movie The Shadow. And he goes, I don't know what that means, but moving on. And um, basically it's someone through sheer force of will um, creates an imaginary character so convincing to their uh, original psyche that the imaginary friend actually becomes semi-autonomous. It has different opinions, it can give advice, it can um, critique. Um, it is literally, it, it's not a split personality. You know, it's it's like the joke where I go, I'm not talking out loud, I'm talking to myself. Um, but usually I agree with myself, for the most part. Um, and Deb and I got in this conversation about, okay, one of us is a tulpa, one of us is this being brought through sheer force of will. Now, which one of us is it? And it was like one of those, I, I did it in terms of kind of creativity and based on the Tyler Durden model of creating something you are not. Um, and I said, well, did I create someone who will push me out into the world and um, foster my creativity because I suffer from, you know, anxiety and self-esteem issues um, and sometimes lack of motivation. Like, did I create someone that will push me um, and motivate me because that's what I need? Or did she create me because she has all this creativity and doesn't know what to do with it, so she creates a, a tulpa that uh, draws and um, does photo manipulation and knows tech stuff and is highly creative and, and just has the know-how behind what to do with that creativity. We agreed that uh, she was my tulpa, but she pretty much runs the show. Um, so very much by the end of, 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 and maybe not the very end of Fight Club, but kind of the third act uh, opener when uh, Tyler's like, you know, I got the gun, I'm in control, uh, Project Mayhem motherfucker, um, Space Monkey, Monkey ready to be shot out of space. So that was an interesting theory, and I posed it to some of our friends, and we were laughing because I'm like, yeah, it's one of those where, um, like, if we don't know who exists, I was talking to Devin, I'm like, hey, do you have a friend who can give me a ride home from trivia, which I will talk about uh, momentarily. And and I said, what if, 
what, what if, uh, you know, it's, it's me, uh, and Deb doesn't exist in this, that she's my telpa, but I'm calling our friend Tony, and I'm like, hey, Tony, it's Deb. And he's like, oh, sweet Jesus, Doug's having a thing. Yes, Deb? Well, I was wondering if you could give Doug a ride home. And it's like, or, or like, you know, if, if, you know, Deb were to call me and she'd be like, <laughs> she'd go, you know, uh, she'd talk in her normal voice, and I would go, well, I don't know about all of that. And she'd try to drop her voice to, like, a Rick Astley shaft level um, to match my uh, bassy timber. Uh, that was kind of the tulpa thing. More on that as it develops, uh, depending on which one of us uh, uh, could be uh, more imaginary than the other one. Or maybe, you know, the world stops existing when we close our eyes. Who the fuck knows? Um, speaking of trivia, and this will kind of go into... Uh, this will be kind of a precursor to a big thing that's going to end the show uh, this week. I've joined a trivia group, um, Bowling for Raccoons, which is based on an unfortunate roadkill incident. Uh, make up your own story if you wish. And uh, rocking the boat. Um, I didn't feel like going, hey guys, I really do know this answer. And I was talking to Deb, who's there and part of the team. I'll get to who's on the team in a moment. Um, but... You know, she was like, no, 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 like, steamroll us. If you know the answer, be like, guys, I know you all think it's episode one, but it's actually episode two. It's Star Wars. Don't fuck with me. Um, which is one of the things I knew and should have pushed on. Um, that and this question about colleges and uh, billionaires' maiden names, uh, billionaire wives' maiden names, and uh, it should have been Rockefeller. Um so the group dynamic was very close. Um, I felt n- not threatened, but I, I was at, uh, at, at an unease, you could say, uh, or try to say as I just did. Basically, who was there was, uh, it was uh, uh, Dave, uh, who's a past and future guest on No Applause, Just the Clap, uh, Deb, who you all at least have heard of, I hope, um, Tony, who's been a uh, past and future guest on on no applause but I mean tight knit group of friends right there me uh, and then Deb and uh, the kind of their group's uh, friends Libby and um, Alicia and Alicia is the girl who Deb swears is my soulmate uh, based on her nerd shirts and I guess her personality um, there were some circumstances uh, that mitigated my social ability um, to uh, maybe not be myself, but uh, to, to to kind of uh, talk to her. Um, one, I was just sitting uh, two seats removed from her, so I didn't want to talk over Olivia. I didn't want to be rude. Um, Alicia had uh, some kind of um, body distress and wasn't feeling well, and obviously that's not conducive to going, hey. Um, and really saying, hey, is not conducive to uh, itself. Um it sounds weird and creepy, you know. And once again, it was it was a very tight knit group. I was joining it for the first time, and it, I it was it was it was I just it was like being on ice. Like I just couldn't quite catch my footing. Um, you know, Deb was like, "Don't dug it up. Don't get neurotic. Don't be anxious. Don't blurt out all of your shortcomings so that you know you lay all the cards on the table and go. I just want people to like me. So here's what's wrong, and just so you know, and that's it. Like." She was like, dial it back, relax. Um, but I had, like, gone and gotten a haircut. I had shaved. Like, I had a spare shirt in my bag because I had worked that day. Like, I was just like, what the fuck, man? I have, like, a weird, 
compulsion to look better? Like, what, 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 what is that? You know, I think I think I talked about this uh, possibly a little bit last week. That you know, I got the haircut and it was just like I had to keep doing this because that's a look, and 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 I don't want her to know that sometimes I don't look in a mirror for days on end, and I can look schlubby and don't give a shit, and and all this crap. It was nice. Um, we're taking a couple weeks off of trivia. Uh, at time of recording yesterday, Deb went to uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, which I'm sure we'll talk about on. Uh, next week's no applause just the clap and uh, you know and then the week after that I believe uh, I heard that Alicia and Libby are uh, doing some kind of vacation or road trip or will just be generally away so it's kind of sucks for me because I liked playing trivia you know it it was one of those like first taste is free they got me hooked and then two weeks out I'm going fuck Um, you know I really want to play so that's you know this part of, you know, the last, like, probably week and a half. I have so much more. It's literally a whole nother list and I'm dividing, so it's going to be kind of a, a, a weird two-parter between episodes 39 and 40. Um, once again, can't believe uh, I'm already to 40 on Damn, and I've been doing this for, you know, uh, a better part of a year now. Oh, we celebrated our anniversary with the BACN, and that was a lot of fun. Um, there are some tech issues that are involved in that, and in that I, uh, we might be losing some of our earlier episodes on iTunes. The algorithm, I think, only carries, like, 50 episodes. Um, nothing we can do about that. But, wow, like, it, it's been going a year. That's insane. It's just insane. I, I you know, um, I didn't think we'd make it... I, I thought we'd be farther along, but you know what? Looking back... Uh, it's taken the exact direction that it's needed to take, and I'm very okay with that. Once again, coming back to that, I'm very okay at the end of it. Expectations were not met. Should I freak out? Should I do... Is the world rejecting me? Or is there something I can control more? No. No on both. And I'm okay with that. So, from Doug... uh, From Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug. And from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses... These have been my neuroses, uh, or at least half of them. Tune in next week. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN. You're home for almost bacon and banjo!